0: Now, how many of you have ever heard the term cognitive dissonance or a cognitive disconnect? We're gonna explore that today because it's a real thing in our world today. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. So I wanna begin the program by giving you several definitions of cognitive dissonance or cognitive disconnect. And then I want to apply it to some of the stuff we see in front of our very eyes today. But before I do, a quick thank you to Jim Calhoun, who did an incredible program for me yesterday. His advice about this spiritual warfare that we are in and how we are ill-prepared on so many levels in doing battle and also preparing to take care of ourselves in these very uncertain times. So once again, a huge thank you for Jim Calhoun stepping in yesterday. Now, cognitive disconnect or dissonance refers to a situation involving conflicting attitudes, conflicting beliefs, or even conflicting behaviors. And this will produce for some people, and many of them actually, a mental discomfort leading to an alteration of one of the attitudes, beliefs, or behaviors to make the discomfort go away and restore balance. Now, trying to think of some examples, one I came across, and this makes sense to those, especially those that were cigarette smokers at one time in their life, maybe still are. You understand a belief that smoking cigarettes is unhealthy and the cognitive disconnect or dissonance comes in because you can either change your action or change your belief. If you change your action, you decide that cigarette smoking is unhealthy and you work to to quit smoking or you change your belief and convince yourself that We don't know if smoking is bad, so I will continue to smoke. Even though you've got that morning hacking call for whatever else. And granted, we have to understand, in the case of smoking in particular, it is an addiction, which makes it even vastly harder. And I'm telling you, knowing enough people that have gone through this it is worse than a heroin addiction trying to break the smoking habit the idea that we have this conflict that we can't seem to resolve it is that conflict when our beliefs or assumptions are contradicted by any new information and this uneasiness or tension that this conflict brings to us is revealed by, you know, it's it's relieved by one of two ways. Either you accept the new data, or you continue to deny it, pretend it didn't happen. You know, the see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil kind of attitude. And unfortunately, this is what's going on today. It is a conflict in the mind. The evidence increasingly goes against your belief system. And you don't want to do any more research. You just you just double down. You double down in your fake belief. That's about the only legitimate explanation that I can give for the way some of our government officials are still treating COVID-19 and vaccines and the treatments and all that goes with it. Even though they're starting to quietly do a little bit of backtracking. Oh yeah, I'll share that in a moment. But there's this cognitive disconnect or, or either that or they know it's a lie. They know what they're telling you is not true and they don't care. Every time I see this public service announcement show up on my TV, including Fox News and Newsmax, yep, they were willing to take that government money. They love the government money. It's all about the money, not about, look, I know a few of the people, a few of the anchors at some of those places probably have some true convictions, but those that run the networks, it's all about the Benjamins, it's all about the money. Show me, the money! Show me the money! And given a choice between doing a little bit of real investigative reporting, getting some facts and figures out in front of you, <laughs> they'll take the money every time. So every time this little melody and singing comes up, I don't know whether to throw up or throw something at my TV.
1: Don't look down. You only have to take one step now.
0: So yesterday, I shared with you a story about a tweet that was given by Xavier Becerra. Now, he is the Health and Human Services Secretary in the Biden administration. And he had sent out in the tweet the little 15-second video whose audio clip I just played for you, where they're showing people in their, like, 50s and mid-60s urging everybody to hurry up and get vaccinated again. In fact, what he actually said in his tweet, if it's been more than two months since your last vaccine booster, go get another one. And I mentioned yesterday on the program, we said it on this program over a year ago, back in the middle of 2021, as we were heading toward the fall, when the word booster first came into being we're going to need a booster shot okay and we started to, th- to say on this program so is that going to be annual every six months before you know it, it's going to be every month or two we said it on this program i remember getting an email from somebody going bob that was a bit over the top we're never going to get there It's not going to get that bad. We're not going to be getting vaccines two, three, and four times a year. Well, if Xavier Becerra gets his way, the secretary for the Department of Health and Human Services in the Biden administration, two months, you got to do it again. They're already talking about annual, maybe twice annual. You know, just stop by your Walmart or your cvs or your walgreen and just roll up your sleeve it's cognitive disconnect because the evidence has never been there that these vaccines can stop you from getting or spreading COVID 19 and all they did last year and even into this year is they kept telling you the same lie over and over and over again. Remember President Biden when he said this. You're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. And if you remember correctly, Joe Biden also told you that once you were fully vaccinated, you could take off your face mask. You didn't have to wear a face covering any longer because if you simply took the vaccine, just took the vaccine, do as we tell you and take the vaccine, you can't get COVID. Thus, you can never spread COVID. You know, that's something else real fast, real quick. We were told about the face mask from the very beginning. Of course, it was junk science what they were peddling at the time because not one study internationally ever proved what they were saying was even slightly true. There was no evidence. In fact, 50 years of legitimate studies had proven otherwise. But the implication was back in 2020, And I can remember being in a grocery store, and on this PA system was this professional radio-sounding voice saying something to the effect of this. My mask protects you, and your mask protects me and others. Please wear your face mask while in this store. And, of course, in many jurisdictions, it was a requirement. You had no choice. You had to wear a face mask or you couldn't enter that grocery store or that drug store or that package store, whatever it is. You had to wear your face covering to go in. And the whole guilt trip was based on the idea that my mask protects you just in case I have asymptomatic covid and your mask will protect me. See, it was a one-way stop of the virus. That's what it was implied, that, you know, if you don't wear a face mask, it has nothing to do with you. You're just selfish. You're just a narcissistic, selfish rube who doesn't believe in science. We heard it all. We heard all of this over and over and over again. And yet, to this day, you can go into a grocery store anywhere in the United States, even in places where the vast majority of people have pretty well tossed the face mask into the dumpster of history. And you'll find those few people still wearing one. And if you inquire, they will tell you it's to keep them from getting COVID, even though the government never even implied that. But they're thinking that the magic mask is going to save me. Cognitive disconnect. Because there is not one shred of evidence that ever came out in history Yet you want to believe that if I just wear this face diaper, I can go to any store or go any place and I won't breathe in a virus. It'll be trapped on the outside of the mask. Nobody ever said that it would. It was only implied with no evidence or study that it might prevent you from killing somebody else. Why do you think teachers unions demanded the wearing of face diapers by children because they didn't want the little rug rats to poison and kill them with their COVID breath. And no study ever proved that that was even true. The only studies out there that kept getting buried by the MSNBCs and the CNNs and and the rest of the cabal was that the face mask, it's a magic mask. It saves people. All it ever did was ruin our children, caused health issues, lowered oxygen to the brain when they're in school. Yeah, that's a great idea, isn't it? Junk, phony, fake, fraudulent science was perpetuated on us. And like I say, either these people have cognitive disconnect in the face of real evidence or they are fraudulent, knowing full well what they are doing, and they don't care. They're enjoying the power trip, and they're trying to see just how far they can push society in the name of safety and fear without backlash. I can remember when Rochelle Walensky, who was the head of... Of the CDC, the Center for Disease Control in Atlanta, made this fraudulent statement. Our data from the CDC today suggests um, that that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick, um, and and that it's not just in the clinical trials, but it's also in real-world data. Okay, let's talk about some real-world data just for a moment here. Rochelle Walensky along with Joe Biden and everybody else in this government, keeps pushing the narrative that the vaccine stops you from getting and spreading COVID and a face mask is magic and stops you from breathing one in. Great for the flu and lumbago and who knows what else. Then riddle me this, Rochelle. Why did Bill Clinton come down with COVID? I mean, the man said, I'm fully vaccinated and boosted, and I'm thankful that I'm fully vaccinated and boosted, but I still have COVID. Why did Tony Fauci come down with COVID if he's fully vaccinated and boosted? Why did Joe Biden come down with COVID if he's fully vaccinated and boosted? Why did Rochelle Walensky come down with COVID if she's fully vaccinated and boosted? And why did many of them have multiple Cases, not their first rodeo. Oh, Bob, you forget. Taking the vaccine lowers your risk of bad outcomes. Well, that may have been true briefly in 2021, and there is some data to suggest that was true very briefly. But the vaccines turn on you and have a negative efficacy rate. Over time, they begin to go backward. And the more you take, the worse it gets. You know, we learned just a few weeks ago that the European Union was asking some questions and they asked some questions to Pfizer and the answer was not what they expected. So, tell us about the testing you did on these vaccines to to know that they would stop the spread. I mean, that was the whole reason we were told to take, urged to take, in some cases forced to take, these experiments, never proven, never fully tested vaccines, though the liars and filth at Facebook will tell you they're safe and effective And what did Pfizer have to say? We never tested for that because we're working at the speed of science, don't you know? And it was a crisis. We had to get this to the market to save the planet. And if you talk about any adverse effects on Facebook, they shut you down. Up until recently, make those statements on Twitter and your tweet was deleted or your account was was shut down. The truth is gradually getting out, but there's still now a cognitive disconnect that is going on. But Bob, why would all these doctors willingly go along? I can answer that very easily. Let me just share this little story. When I was a youngster, I used to go to a doctor like every child does for the regular stuff a child goes through including your annual physical before you go back to school this is like you know late 50s early 60s and I can remember Dr. Anthony Grola that was his name Dr. Anthony Grola and he had this big house and his practice was in the front half of the first floor And they had a living room and kitchen and dining room downstairs and bedrooms upstairs. It was a really big house. And it had parking in the front and, you know, for clients. And then they had their private garage and stuff in the back. It was a private practice. It was he and his wife and I think one assistant, if I remember correctly, when I would go there. And he even made house calls. He was a private business. And over the years, many of the doctors that I've seen in my life were simply that. They had their own office, their own staff, their own people, their own business. But when Obamacare came around, and even before then, you started getting what are called corporate medical groups where a bunch of doctors got together and opened up a practice maybe like piedmont you know Healthcare of whatever town just come up with a name and two or three doctors maybe four would partner and they could save a little money by sharing staff and it also made it a little more efficient because even before obamacare the cost of Medical malpractice insurance was beginning to escalate rapidly. And so as a cost-saving measure, many doctors banded together. When Obamacare came around and the idea of the primary care physician and all the stuff you all the, all the hoops you got to go through now. It's like a dog and pony show to get anything done. Believe me, I'm dealing, dealing with this now. For the I've never had to deal with a whole bunch of medical stuff in my life, but I am now. And what a nightmare. Thank you, Barack Obama. Thank you, Democrat Party. And thank you, a couple of traitors in the Republican Party that made it stick. The phonies and frauds in the Republican Party, year after year after year, kept voting bills in the House and the Senate to repeal Obamacare until Trump got into office and then it failed. It was all a ruse and a lie, and you were had. Mitch McConnell played you for a sucker and a fool. Mitch McConnell is nothing but, well, he's a rhino first class. He's a fraudulent conservative and he's going to do what he always does, be the loyal opposition and let the Democrats run the show. If you believe that he really believes the stuff that he tells you, you know, there's cognizant. I mean, there's a classic case of cognizant disconnect or, or dissonance. Believing that a person like Mitch McConnell is really going to come to your your aid. He only makes a big claim when he's not in power. When he is, he does nothing. Save that for another day. This whole narrative about COVID is falling apart. And these doctors now, so many of them are in these organizations that have been bought up by hospitals. The doctors that I have been seeing or have to see, they're all connected to some large health corporation. They're no longer independent thinkers, they're very few and far between. And so some corporate person makes a dictate to all of their franchised medical centers that everybody must wear a face mask when they come in there, and you must give the vaccine, and you cannot prescribe ivermectin, you cannot talk hydroxychloroquine, you cannot talk bad about the vaccine, or we will fire you. And good luck getting a job anywhere. And good luck being able to raise the money to start your own practice. That's pretty much what happened. It's the money. These doctors are now over a barrel. They're not allowed to speak. They're not allowed to share truth. They're not allowed to treat. They're not allowed to to maintain the oath of their practice. Cognitive disconnect. Choosing to believe a lie Because you cannot accept the truth. Or choosing to share a lie. Even when you know the truth. And that is what I believe our government is guilty of in the United States, in Canada, the United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand, all over the world. Many still holding on to the narrative that is falling apart. And I really believe all of this had one end in sight control. Absolute and total control. Now, let us go north of the border for just a moment to British Columbia. <gasps> This story to me is chilling. It's frightening. And it's worrisome. I just explained to you how government now, especially here in the United States, and you know in Canada, the United Kingdom, Australia, where you have socialized medicine and doctors are in essence employees of the government. See, once the government has you as its servant, it can control you. ...as an evil master. And so this comes out of British Columbia. During the pandemic, a number of doctors in the Canadian province of British Columbia... ...hit the headlines because they were opposing many of the COVID-19 measures. State-sanctioned medical authorities responded by warning these doctors... ...if they put the public at risk with misinformation... They will face investigations and regulatory action. And now, 18 months after those threats from medical authorities, they're evolving into a piece of legislation that can include a two-year jail sentence for doctors who are deemed to be spreading certain types of false or misleading information. Who is the determiner of that? Those that have been lying for two and a half years? The governments have lied to you for two and a half years. And what they're going to say is, you believe our lie or we're going to put you in jail. You toe the line. You believe the lie. You share the lie. You force the lie. You live the lie. Or we will put you in jail. This is where it's come down to in Canada. Canada. And it came real close not long ago here in the United States with Nina Jankowitz. Remember her? She was going to head the disinformation board of the Department of Homeland Security. When President George W. Bush first talked about the Department of Homeland Security and the Patriot Act, Many people were deeply concerned, and rightfully so, because it would be the beginning of that slippery slope to get into your freedoms, to take your freedoms, to surveil you in violation of the Fourth Amendment, face it. We've lost a lot of our rights as American citizens because of the so-called Patriot Act and the Department of Homeland Security. The same Department of Homeland Security that says the borders are secure, though millions have come into this nation illegally, and so is fentanyl and everything else, and terrorists. But if you dare say that COVID-19 vaccines are ineffective, they don't stop the transmission, you're the terrorist, If you're a doctor that can prove the government's wrong, you still have to comply with the lie, or you're going to jail. That's the sick world we live in. And then Nina Jankowicz, you know, she's there singing this little happy song.
1: it's how you hide a little idle lie. It's how you hide a little idle lie. It's how you hide a little idle lie, 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 lie. When Rudy Giuliani shared that intel from Ukraine. Or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain. They're laundering disinfo when we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet, voice, or vote. Oh, information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlets. that's Information's origin seems slightly less atrocious. <laughs>
0: once again shows just how intellectually moralistically bankrupt our government has become to want to put this woman in charge of a disinformation board she was going to decide what the truth is and isn't and you better believe it or else we'll come after you we'll hurt you financially or otherwise they'll find a way And they believe they have this cosmic right to do that to you. Because they believe that their God, which I think is satanic, has put them in charge. Now, before we leave this segment behind, I want to share with you just a couple of other bits of information. And this may help. A little while ago, I referenced that public service announcement That has this little bit of music in it.
1: Don't look down. You only have to take one step
0: now. And I'm sure some of you have seen that particular advertisement. Talking about the COVID-19 vaccines. And how you need to get them today. And how Xavier Becerra in charge of Health and Human Services say, if it's been more than two months, roll up your sleeve. you got to get jabbed again. We don't care if it's the fifth or sixth time. Just go out there and get the new bivariant. So, I want to break some numbers down. Okay? And this is vitally important. See, one of the things about this public service announcement, and follow me very carefully, they Put this little line out there that 9 out of 10 people that die of COVID are over the age of 50. Okay? Over the age of 50. And technically that is very true. I'm looking at those that died of COVID-19. And I'm looking at age brackets and all causes of death and trying to get a handle on what the COVID deaths actually were. They make the claim that 9 out of 10 COVID deaths occur in people over the age of 50. But the truth is, only 1.5 deaths of COVID occur in people 50 to 65 years of age. Only a little over 1. And then between 65 and 74, it goes up a little bit to a little over 2 out of 10. And then 75 to 84, it goes to 2.7 out of 10. And over 85, it's virtually 3 out of 10. So, they, they're correct in saying that. But if you look at causes of other deaths, by percentages in age brackets let's start with very young people young people 0 to 17 years of age only about allegedly a thousand some odd died of covid in 3 years through through current through our current date that's nothing and we want we want to have people give vaccines to them that cause Heart issues? You know, hundreds of thousands are having health issues in that age bracket, especially those that are under the age of 30, where only 6,000 people died in three years, allegedly of COVID, and all of them had many comorbidities in that age group. And we keep running it up to the age of 39 or 49, same thing. COVID deaths and and covid deaths you know and i know covid was most of the time not even the primary cause of death it was secondary but if they can get it on the form there's more money for the hospital sadly money talks show me the money remember so when you look at these numbers the implication to make somebody 50 years of age deathly afraid of dying of covid I'm 52, and I've got a 9 out of a 10 chance of dying of COVID. It wasn't true. You know, they use statistics to lie to you. Emotions, that music, it was all a fraud. For a vaccine, for a vaccine that doesn't work in stopping you from getting or spreading COVID. But Bob, what about the milder symptoms? Real easy. Omicron as this has developed over time it's more contagious but it is less deadly less symptoms i know many unvaccinated people by the way they're doing better now than the vaccinated when it comes to covid doctors that made that prediction that would have been silenced by british columbia and thrown in jail were proven right so Hey, Canada, here's my question for you. So you put somebody in jail for misinformation. If it turns out you were the liars and they were true, how many millions of dollars are you going to give to everybody you falsely imprisoned? You're not going to give a penny. You're going to declare, well, it was just a mistake. Just like as we see the numbers come out now and you're wanting, you know, amnesty. Yeah, they're already talking amnesty. I'm looking at, I'm looking at this death information and how people died and for the government to put out what they did in that ad was so misleading but then again this government will lie to you every chance that it gets because well they want to have power and control and there's a reason they do that we're going to get into on the other side of the break quickly thank you thank you for those that are supporting this ministry as i mentioned yesterday november was the roughest month we have had since this program began over 2 years ago i mean it is scary bad and we still have some bills to pay and i know that some have let me know that they they're sending funding on the way and and i thank you and it should most of it be in, in-house within a week, and I think we can deal with that. But we still have to get through December and then to January. And if you believe in what we're trying to do, look, I am not a wealthy man. I, I don't have a staff of people writing. I do all the research. I, I sit in front of this microphone. I do the editing. I do the production. I, I do the distribution. It's a lot of time and effort, and I'm glad to do it. I really am. And I know that I'm I'm on a medium. Look, I'm not a Stu Peters. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not a other. You know, there are plenty of them out there. They got big organizations. They have people to produce their videos, and they're out there on platforms that I simply cannot afford to be on. We're on Shorewave Radio, and we're out there as a podcast. And I have no way to really advertise the podcast, though I am considering. The one thing I am praying about is coming up, while we can still do it, come up with some kind of an app for the for your phone, for those that want to use their phone, where they can hear this program and others like it, and also Christian music and other programming, in an all-self-contained app. I think that would be the natural progression. I, I wish I could be on hundreds of domestic AM, FM radio stations, but I can't afford to do it. They all want money. Can't afford to be on satellite where maybe some stations that might consider taking it is just not there. So we do the best we can with what we have. And while many others are walking away from International Shortwave, we're sticking around. If you'll help. So I'm going to ask you again, if you believe in what we're doing, we really need your help today. Today. You can support us from our website, which is truth2ponder.com. A few of you did that yesterday. Thank you. Thank you. truth2ponder.com Or if you prefer to mail a check or money order, make it payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. And the address is P.O. Box 510. Post Office Box 510. 10 and the city is chilhowie c-h-i-l-h-o-w-i-e chilhowie virginia chilhowie virginia and the zip code is two four three one nine that's two four three one nine now we will be back on the other side we're going to change direction and explain why everything we talked about in this first segment the idea of cognizant disconnect still continues in other aspects of the propaganda you're being told and how to sift through the nonsense and find the truth
1: this is truth to ponder with bob bierman playing a new tune coming up Shalom alechem. This is The Nice Jewish Boy, Jonathan Kahn. your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. In the Bible, it says, sing to the Lord a new song. Well, what does that mean? Well, it's a lot. God wants you to worship him in new ways and from your heart and fresh ways and all. But it's even more. It goes along with what it says in the New Testament. It says where it says, make melody in your heart. You know, the thing is that you are to be acting upon the world. You're not supposed to be just responding to the world. You're not supposed to be responding to the old songs in the world or the old, the world's tune. You're not supposed to be playing the world's tune. You're not supposed to be singing along to the world's tune. You're supposed to be singing a new song to the Lord. You know that means not only in worship but in your life. It's a principle: sing a new song, play a new tune. You know, uh, whatever you were before, if you were sad, if you were depressed, if you, well, sing a sing a song. Of praise, be a person of praise. If you were a complainer, be a person of thanks. If you were a selfish person, be a person of of giving and generosity. Uh, if you were bitter, be a person of forgiveness. All the more, and 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 that is your new song on the world. And so, do not react to everything that's going around in your world don't just respond to the old start playing a new tune it'll mess up the old (laughs) tunes and that's okay it'll mess up the old the old lousy tunes of this world and what people are doing but act upon the world with blessing and you'll change it you're going to be your life will be a new tune and and rejoice in it bless love forgive from the lord to this world when you're tough and going through tough times Praise him, forgive, bless, and you will change the world when you start playing a new tune. Sing a new song. Now, what more? Ask for the Piper song on CD. Now, how do you like to receive something so awesome it's been hidden for 2,000 years, never been revealed? Well, the awesome Mystery of the Temple Doors on CD and Sapphire's guaranteed to help you become strong and victorious in God. How do you get all these gifts free? Easy. Just remember Jesus, the real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. Just call one 800 yeshua one for your free gifts, you will be blessed. But call now: one eight hundred Y E S H U A one. I invite you to join me in bringing the salvation back to God's ancient people, Israel, and all the unreached peoples on five continents with over a billion people. It's amazing. We actually can broadcast the shortwave radio and cover most of the planets. The farthest way you'll ever touch the world. Just call one eight hundred Yeshua one, or that's Y E S H U A one, or write me direct. The nice Jewish boy box one 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 one, Lodi, L O D I, New Jersey, 07644. It's the nice Jewish boy box one 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 one, Lodi, L O D I, New Jersey, O seventy six forty four. Till next time, this is Jonathan Khan. saying, sing a new song. Shalom Aleichem. Peace be to you in Messiah, my friend. Or HaOlan, the light of the world.
0: This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of our Thursday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Yeah, we live in a very strange time of cognitive disconnect or dissonance. Where the truth is out there, but we're choosing or they're choosing to force you to believe a lie. Now, I don't want to beat up on this topic a whole lot. Just a couple of more seconds here, literally. We have governments worldwide, not just here in the United States, but in Canada, everywhere. They still push this vaccine narrative. And they want you to go back and get more and more boosters. Now... Thankfully, less and less people are opting to go back for more because they're beginning to figure out for themselves the truth. And for some of those people, and I've talked to some that early on were big vaccine proponents, now realize they may have done some permanent damage to themselves by taking that booster. They're seeing issues. We have all these people pushing this, like Xavier Becerra. He needs to be held accountable and put on trial. Why did you say, in spite of the evidence to the contrary, that we need more vaccinated people? Bill Clinton. COVID. The president. COVID. Anthony Fauci. COVID. These people have had it two and three times. Rochelle Walensky. COVID. But they tell you the vaccine keeps you from getting it. They're lying. How do they get on television and imply, take the vaccine and you won't get it? The studies are out there and they find the boosters do not make any significant difference in any kind of protection. Especially in protection against reinfection. The worst part is the studies are coming out. The more you're vaccinated, the more likely you are to be reinfected. It's well known that the vaccine effectiveness wanes quickly, very fast. And these never-ending boosters, we said it a year and a half ago and got laughed at. That's why we dumped Twitter early on, on this program. Back then, we made that statement. They said, it's been proven false and misleading. Remove that tweet or we shut your account down. Well fine, shut it down. I'm not going to lie on this forum just to make you people in Silicon Valley feel better. The protection drops dramatically. And as time goes by, I think we're going to see the more you do this, the more you're in you're messing with the human the human immune system. And I think that's going to be a nightmare that's going to raise its ugly head. The the, the pandemic wasn't just bad for our health, it was also bad for our common sense. And it's time that we realize there's a declining usefulness for these experimental vaccines. There's even a Japanese professor that has come out and said, in a press conference that was held back on November the 25th, just about a week ago. And I may not get the name pronounced correctly, and I'm apologizing. Mansonori Fukushima, professor emeritus at Kyoto University, is warning about COVID injection harms. And he says, given the wide range of adverse effects, billions of lives could be ultimately in danger over time. You spend trillions of yen importing and inciting the population to have it. In professional magazines, the misunderstanding has come to light and is now understood, is beginning to be understood how dangerous it actually is. And these are the kind of doctors that people, you know, the authorities in Canada, in British Columbia, want to silence. They don't want an honest discussion. People are mad at Twitter because you mean we can't run a leftist echo chamber anymore. We we have to actually listen to another opinion we don't want to hear. Must be racist, homophobic, whatever. I'm getting sick of it. I am just sick and tired of being beaten up by. If you try to give anybody common sense, they look at you. You're a racist. You're a homophobe. You're. A-. They get all. They just get bent out of shape and they foam at the mouth. Yeah, speaking of vaccines, if I gave my dog a vaccine for rabies and he's foaming at the mouth, I'm going to question the vaccine. Pfizer and Moderna and others, they hid the side effects by eliminating the control groups long before the studies were over. We know that. We know that in November, the recently retired head of the vaccine research and development at Pfizer said we flew the airplane while we were still trying to build it. We didn't have time to wait for any data. We had too much at risk in developing this vaccine. And they compressed their normal development timeline from 10 years to nine months. Simultaneously developing and testing the product in human trials, but never completing the trials. And now these vaccine makers are seeing the dollar signs over other mRNA shots. And they're being fast-tracked as well. There are too many people dying of unexplained sudden deaths. And you can't ignore it. How do we get past all the lies? And why do they lie? Well, there's a reason. If it's not COVID, it's going to be nitrogen or it's going to be CO2. It's going to be some other crisis to lock us down and control our every movement because the Satanists that are running the global organizations, and they are truly Satanists, they think there are too many of you and I. We need to get rid of the useless eaters any way we can. And we must control the population, how they think, act, and behave. Big tech, major media, they love the money. They love to the show me the money. You've seen how Newsmax and even Fox News and others, they sell out for that government money, for that vaccine commercial. They keep pushing that lie. But they don't care. It's all about the money. And we know, we know that much of what was said over the past two and a half, almost three years, was a lie from day one. And they knew it at the time they said it. So, what do I really fear? And this will be kind of my topic for tomorrow's program. I want to go one layer beneath all this superficial. Not going to have too much time today. Now, I've talked about this guy, Yuval Noah Harari, a number of times on this program. Up until not that many years ago, he was an obscure history professor at a university in Israel. The guy's an atheist. The guy is married to his male lover. And he really believes that we can be gods. And you, you look at a guy like this and listen to some of the weirdness that he that he propagates out there, and you forget he's one of the greatest advisors to the World Economic Forum and other organizations like the United Nations. A few years ago, Former President Barack Obama talked about reading the writings and a book by Yuval Noah Harari and how he thought the book was outstanding and a blueprint for the future. And, and understand where, where Yuval Noah Harari is coming from. Listen to his own words.
1: We don't have to wait until Christ's second coming in order to overcome death. A couple of geeks in a laboratory can do it if you give them enough time and money. Show me the money
0: ever notice how all they need is your money and a little bit of time and they can fix all the problems of the world they can become your gods harari is no different you've all know a harari he believes he is destined to be a god if you don't believe me I'm about to show you where he does believe it. Here's a guy that believes in the Great Reset. He's a advisor to the World Economic Forum. He has been quoted by Barack Obama, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, all of the regulars you know about. New York Times loves him. And recently, I think this was back in June, at Harvard University, as kind of selling one of his books, the interviewer made this very telling comment. You
1: have a lovely passage where you say, looking at the world today, God seems to be making a comeback, but this is a mirage. God is dead. It just takes a while to get rid of the body.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, notice the very smug laughter from Yuval Noah Harari and the audience at Harvard University. They laughed. God is dead. We just got to get rid of the body. They think it's funny. What is really sickening to me is Harvard was founded as a Christian and theological institution that added other professions and science over the years and now Harvard, like many of the other Ivy League schools in this nation, founded the same way as institutions of theology, higher learning, law, science, has ditched their roots and have gone into neo-paganism disguised as atheism, where we become the gods. Everything old is new again. It's recycled paganism. I've used that term before, and I'll be using it again over the next few days with you to understand the real battle that we are facing. We can sit there and talk vaccines, I did, and the science that was phony and the disinformation and the control that they want in your lives. But remember, it is people like Yuval Noah Harari that have... Undo global influence, and they will have increasingly influence on your life. Who truly believe this? I don't think life has any meaning. Um, so,
1: so in in that sense, it's 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 not it's it's not, it's not a strong counter argument. I know that many religions and philosophies have based the meaning of life on death and what ha- what happens after death. But I think these are all fictional stories that people have invented uh, through history. They are not the truth.
0: Now, remember one thing real quick. Yuval Noah Harari also believes that we can eventually merge humankind with machine and achieve the one thing that the ancients never could of eternal life. Oh, yeah. That's one of the things he's selling and has done so and is quoted And has had many talks at the World Economic Forum on that particular topic. Satan is the author of lies. He told Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, eat of that apple and you will be just like God. All-knowing, all-powerful, all-wise. And this is the same recycled paganism being sold to you today by our own government By our own medical establishment, by the World Economic Forum, and many other globalist organizations, including the United Nations. I'm not talking conspiracy. This is what comes out of their own mouth. They're not even trying to hide anything anymore. And how sad is that? I'm going to pick up on this topic tomorrow. Because we need to understand the underlying issue. This cognitive disconnect is really a satanic delusion. It's all it is. And the Bible speaks of this emphatically. And that's where we're taking the program tomorrow. Look, it's real easy to talk about the troubles, the problems, and the stupidity, the weirdness, the transgenderism nonsense, and all the stuff being perpetrated and forced on us at an increasingly vast level to bury us where you don't even want to talk anymore for fear of being shut down and called a name we as Christians we as people that are citizens of our sovereign nations need to stand up and be counted we need to demand the reprobates be removed from office at the ballot box it's time to to be counted it's time to let your voice be heard. Time is running short. And I know we're going to have to prepare for a time when evil will overwhelm and our time of sharing the good news will end. And we will wait for his return. It's not really bad news. It may sound like bad news if you just love this life, if this is the only thing you've got, if you don't have the hope of eternal life, I get it, it can be miserable. And so tomorrow we change gears and move into something more positive, more encouraging, and I think life changing. Now, we still believe in shortwave radio here, but we need your help to stay on shortwave. I wish I had the money to be on a satellite where radio stations could automatically pick up this program we can, stations are not going to take this program if they have to do anything physically to do it the world today is different than 30 years ago we're thankful to be on shortwave i wish it was other radio stations but if you can help us stay on the air would you make a check payable to ancient word radio that's ancient word radio Mail it to Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510. The city is Chilhowie, C H I L H O W I E, Chilhowie, Virginia, zip code 24319. 24319. You can also support us from our website, truththenumber2ponder.com. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth